I am recording on my Shure microphone that I paid a lot of money for it. I'm not certain it's better than my other one, but it is a cool stand. I think it's better. I can tell you it's better. Rob's right. I think it, I think it sounds way better. But it's also, if anyone ever comes over to this house I'm living in now, it's like the most embarrassing part of my oh. house. Like if you walk yeah. in there yeah. and I've got a, a microphone 100%. stand downstairs. 100%. Russell, come on. Do you have a podcast? Uh, uh, no, I, I, I talk to girls online. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> right? what are you gonna I talk do? to girls online and they help me jack off. I don't have a podcast. God, that'd be so embarrassing. With both hands. <laughs> they care a lot about audio fidelity. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I have a nice bike. I have a nice mic and I have a mic stand because I like to use both hands. To all the moms out there who are just listening straight through, I'm sorry about that, okay? But moms, this isn't for you. Turn off the dial, okay? This is a no mom episode. Guys, no moms allowed on this episode. No hey, Rob, Rob, also for all those moms out there, we've heard a lot of complaints about you kicking your spouses out of the house for mom's happy home <laughs> tonight. <laughs> no, we cannot talk about that. I was just going to say. <laughs> no, yeah, we cannot talk that. about that. All what right. Do you mean? Here we no, go. it's not the, it's, see, because it's, that's it. It's all, it's all in the details. It's not, I'm happy to leave for mom's happy hour. All of the stuff that Aaron was saying beforehand, we probably shouldn't have any moms listening yeah. because it probably is not going to be a good no. one. No. No, it's all, all the I mean, for Aaron to call it a crappy hour, I don't even think that's that creative, for one thing. <laughs> it's not it. It's all, I'm happy. The crappy hour? Crappy hour. Which, which one of her friends did you have on the list that if Rosie's wife at gmail dot? Oh, yeah. Died, which, which, which one? What was would, her name? Start with an over? S. Start with an S. You told yeah. us off air one time. I can't remember what that was. You said which one would take over. Would be a great film, Mom. Boy, which list is, are we talking about? Uh, who knows? Aaron, your head. Now, when's the last time you shaved your head, Aaron? Your head is gleaming today. It's almost distracting. It is, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, I, it's been, I should have the mat finished. I mean, the thing is, though, the, I've, ooh. Yeah, there should yeah, be. It's I, been I, speaking three, of three speaking days, of my maybe? online setup, you guys mute yourself. Matt I'm going to go for the math finish. <laughs> hey, moms, take a hike. Oh. <laughs> in 2020, actually, you know what, moms? Come on in, come back. Okay, we love it. If, if mom, look, okay, here's the deal, moms. If you like Local that math finish joke, this podcast is actually perfect for you. Okay, you you'll love this podcast. No, it was the whole thing is. Wallace played video games the whole time, so he was super happy. That was fine. And if the kids are happy, you know, as a dad, you don't yep. fuck with that. There just wasn't enough food. And I, I know if you, you guys know me, if I'm hungry, I'm going to be cranky. So I'm, I'm over it now. I'm good. I had a little mascarpone when I got home. <laughs> so I'm fine. So the worst part about this is Aaron didn't have enough food. Not that his kid yeah, was yeah. unhappy or anything. Like Aaron got there, they didn't have enough food. Exactly. The kids ate. There was pizza for the kids. Like there was yeah. the kids ate. It's just if if there had been two pizzas, it would have been fine. But there was only one pizza. So then you have to make sure your kids eat. Who, who orders one pizza for a group of that big? Well, that that's, was the thing. No one ordered. That's the thing. It was like if you have oh, more than no two or- people. Yeah. You order more than, than one pizza. Yeah. Well, no one ordered. It was like it was Aaron. Just I hate a, to yeah. say it, but the uh, the husbands are morons. Okay, that is not your fault. The husbands are morons. I do like the idea though that Aaron's like banging his fist on the table and his son's like, Dad, stop throwing to stop it right now. But it's my kid's fault because the other dad wanted to go out. And then my kid was like, I hate going to that place. And so then we ended up. (laughs) Oh, no. Is this the brewery with the video games? Yeah. No, different brewery. It's a whole thing. You know what? I want to go to the pumpkin patch. 
it, yeah. it, it does sound like a tough night, but all the other things you were telling us about home life tonight, I could see why the other one was definitely the crappy <laughs> hour, right? All right. In 2024, friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 170. Guys, we're cracking wow. a new uh cracking a new 10. I, I couldn't think a dec I want to say decimal. That's not right. Cracking a new 10. I don't know. It'll only be three months till we're out of the 70s. <laughs> the one you know what, man? What the fuck is your problem? Okay. That is so rude to say to us right now when you know we're vulnerable. Okay. We're thinking yeah. about our lives. I didn't have enough dinner, man. I'm in a vulnerable spot. Oh, no. Aaron's a cranky Aaron. This is so sad. Aaron's a cranky Aaron. Aaron, if you got to go get somebody, get up and we won't make fun of you when you're gone. Yeah. And from 1967, we have Cream. Uh oh, that makes Aaron hungry, I bet. With Disraeli Ooh. Gears. Uh, and, you know, this is funny because I've always been a, a big Clapton fan, but this was before he wrote one of the funniest songs of all time Tears in Heaven. <laughs> I mean, guys, the angels would be falling out all over the place. <laughs> That song is hilarious. When Laugh I saw him do that song live, I laughed my ass off. All right. <laughs> let's turn on the radio. Maybe we can hear some tears in heaven right now. No, you're not. <clears throat> okay. I could come up with one real fast. <laughs> okay. Would you say my... Never mind. Welcome to K-Rob. K-R-O-B. Turns out Aaron is the dirtiest one on the show. Oh, yeah. psychedelic thing but i realize now i don't really like it sounds more like next week's wow that's yeah, true well makes me think this is I, save it for next week. this is way too distracting i cannot talk to you guys over this what we got going on here the old buff Oh, Aaron, oh. one more time. Did, did you guys uh, listen to that episode? Aaron, like, was all apologetic, and then when he found out we bleeped it, he was like, we bleeped it! We bleeped yeah. it! Like, he went on and on about how it was bleeped, so it shouldn't count. It, it was, was hilarious. Bleep. It wasn't a pick, it was a scratch. It was a bleep. I did not listen to that episode. Uh, listen, I've got four guys here. 
okay, who are excited to talk about the only Eric Clapton album on this entire list. There is no other, so hence I had to play Crossroads, one of the, one of the greatest songs of all time. Uh, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Good, Rob. You know, for all those people that are in your little gambling pool that you've got. What? You know, if you, if you lose all your money in uh, gambling in Rob's Ponzi scheme, great God, don't lose your mind as well. Oh, that's wow. great advice. That's, Great advice. That makes me think. I, and, you know, it's really worth it, though, all the time I put in it. I really feel. Uh, I got You know, Russell. it's worth it for us. To be, to be fair, it's worth it to us. Yeah, I bet. You know, but it is the big thing where somebody all of a sudden says, like, uh, Rob, did you... Uh, did you get me? Did, did you pay out from last week? Did you pay out? No, and I'm too I just busy. Put like, you can, you know, that you paid $20 in that $4 yeah. and 13 cents. You're going to get back. You can wait. Yeah. You can wait a couple weeks. Let Rob just cool off a little. Bit, I figure so. if I go bad enough, the government will just bail me out. So my, my favorite thing about the Rob gambling thing, text chain. And I, I don't participate in most of them because I, I can't keep up with what I'm betting on. I need to know what I'm betting on. But no. my favorite thing is Rob will go into the lab, quote unquote, where he starts coming up with bets. But about every two to three nights, he's like, guys, I'm too busy tonight. I can't go to the lab. No bets. And then it's like literally not even four minutes later. And he goes, nope. Yeah. All right. Never mind, guys. Like, I think he's waiting for someone to beg him to do it. And I then always, if they don't, he's like, oh, all right, I can make it happen. I always wait. And, and I just say, well, how, how about just like. Two bets, Rob. Just like yes. one over, one you know, just like two. And then he gets going to like 16. If you saw where I was too when I'm placing these bets, I'm like outside a subway station, like on a bench. Everybody's walking by. I think I'm a crazy person. I'm like trying to find like, oh, what Kevin, what's Kevin Durant's assist plus points plus rebounds total? Like I've got Russell in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing? Rob, if you come over to my place for the holidays, I'll make you an espresso martini strange brew that will kill what's inside of you. Oh, wow. Strange brew. Matt, or Russell, listening to that last episode where you were just drinking those martinis, and in the beginning, you're like, hey, guys, I'm pumped up. I got two martinis. This is going to be great. And by the end, you're like, guys, these martinis, they're too much. I can't take them. The foam is down. <laughs> I also like I also like how you're like, hey, can you imagine somebody not making the right foam on your martini? Would you break up with them? And we're like... Yeah. We're like, yeah, actually, at this point, maybe I would. That might be the well, breaking point. Sure, right? <laughs> yeah, Aaron's like, yeah, Aaron gave a big nod to that after crappy hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I've got Aaron in California. Aaron has just told me he is excited for the new Dune movie that's going to be coming out. Dune 2. Yeah, you know I am. It's a Mulan deep time. Dune 2 chicks at once. <laughs> it's never been a part of my life. Rob, I've been waiting so long to be where Wait I'm going. Wait, did you say that's a different part of your life? Of your love. <laughs> like that was a part, been of, part of my life. It's never been part I of my life. I don't know. That sounds like that was a different part of your life. You're going to run that back and catch the bleeps. Yeah. Aaron's at a Aaron's at a party with dads he doesn't know while his kid's having a meltdown and he's totally hungry and he's like, God, I wish I was part of that, back to the part of that life where I was doing two chicks at once. That was better than this. <laughs> All right. Rob, Rob I, I don't know if that many women are into this podcast, but the type that that Aaron are doing two at once are, or what's the line <laughs> yeah, from yeah, yeah. Office yeah. Space? Time to a double up on guy like me would. Yeah. <laughs> That's the line. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. What would be uh, the level where you would stoop to, to like to have like uh, two chicks at the same time? Like, like if, if you had your- Any. Any when? level. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll never talk to any of you again. Like, like if I introduced you to two ladies from the senior so that's dance team, all we'll done. Take, Rob, to get rid of this podcast, done, absolutely, hundred percent. Would five hundred bucks cover that in Vegas? You think? 
thousand bucks. How much do I got to bring? <laughs> I want one of them to hold the camera and one of them hold the lights on me. That's my that's my threesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're looking deep into my asshole. All right, let's get on to the voicemail. You guys are making me do this. You're making me. You're you're baiting me into hey, babe, jokes. No. Hey, well, there's no moms listening. It's okay. Uh, Rob, talk it's, about it's crappy. Just Joe hour, and Brian right? from Woodbury. That's it. I was at threesome. Oh yeah, check my Instagram. <laughs> So stupid. Yeah, go. Kiss my ass. Godly <laughs> listeners are dumb shits. They're just the dumbest of the dumb. Godly <laughs> listeners are was, dumb shits. This was the dumbest of the dumb. Dumb 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 shit listeners. Listeners. Dumb 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 shit listeners. We've seen some. We've seen some very worrying court cases lately where we're having to rethink how we treat our fans. Yes. Ah, big fan here. First time caller, long time listener. I need to go to Russell's advice corner for a little advice. Okay, I did. What I found a hell? woman online that I do adore. How do I get her to notice me? <laughs> do I write a special note in the bathroom about how nice her tits are? Oh, God. Do I message her online looking for advice? Please let me know. I seem to not be able to get a response from this hot one. Signing off. Your friend, the Lifting Lutheran. Oh, the Lifting Lutheran. I forgot about that guy. So let me explain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why? First Where of all, start? Let, me, let me explain one thing. <laughs> when I worked at a school and Jenny taught with me, my wife, she taught with me, the kids once did write about her on the bathroom wall, okay? Which was, I cannot tell you, for kids to write about your wife on the bathroom stall, you feel like the coolest guy in the whole fucking school. You feel so cool. It's like I went out and threw the winning touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like the coolest guy because it said, uh, we'll just call her Miss Stud. It says, Miss Stud has nice tits and I want to hold them. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I get this guy. I feel like this guy and I would have been friends in high school. Because my wife does have nice tits, and I do oh want to hold them. You know what I mean? Like, I, to me, I think that's so... Res- I mean, of all the things you could find written about you in the bathroom, that's got to be that's one of the bad. more respectful yeah. things. What's You guys it's ever seen bad. some good bathroom graffiti? That was also the bathroom, by the way, that said, why are you why are you looking for a joke? The joke is in your pants. And that one hurt. That I one think, actually hit close I to I think home. I had learned about memes from bathroom graffiti. I remember the first time I saw it, there was that that bathroom graffiti that said Toy Story 2 was okay. And like I saw that and I thought, like, this is so clever. And like I sent a picture to my brother and he was like, Yeah, I see that around here too. And I was like, Oh, this is a meme. It's everywhere. And I thought it was like one clever person. Why what? Toy Story not. 2. Now let me ask you this, Aaron. In the okay, was there a hole cut out? Because I think that was not, I think that was something that was not a meme. <laughs> you were somewhere else. Uh, what's the best bathroom graffiti you guys have seen? I was going to say, Aaron, the real bullshit move by your brother is not just like giving you a ha, that's funny. He's got to be like, yeah, you're yeah. like, I've seen it. Like, who does that? Just, yeah. just play along, right? It's a it's a brother move for sure. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I've seen it. I don't want up me. I don't know if there's any like good bathroom graffiti, but like everywhere you go, there's just pictures of penises, right? People yeah. just draw penises on the walls and it's yeah. like. What, what what's the point? I mean, inside of a stall, but it's kind of funny after a while. I, I think the know. penis is the evolution of the Stussy X, right? 
Like when you're younger, you're drawing the S everywhere. Like, you know, that S, whatever. Not the Stussy S, but like the S. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? With the three lines and then, then three more yeah. lines. And you make yeah, 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 yeah. S, graffiti. I'll look it up. Because I'm seeing some, like this one right here, right? Yeah. yeah. Like this S, I think everybody learns how to draw. And then when you get older, you're like, guess what? I can take this, kind of pull part of the S out, make the other part bigger, throw some hair on there, maybe some veins. Boom, you have a perfectly drawn penis. I mean, do you guys have a way right now if I asked you to draw a penis? Would you, do you have a style that you like to go with? I, I don't know that I've ever drawn one before. Yeah, I don't know if oh, I've ever drawn one either. I drew a penis, yeah. All right, so moving on, learning some <laughs> more stuff about myself. Kind of flashing back to a week ago when we talked about my candy rant. I'm, I'm having that same feeling right now. There has been a funny... Uh, penis joke online or whatever where somebody drew a big penis on a uh, elevator door so that when the door opens there's nothing but then as it shuts it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny that is good so I should say this the, the lifting Lutheran so this what was the question <laughs> there's no question this is somebody oh. calling who knows that there is I it turns out there's if being a woman on Instagram must be almost impossible because my wife now, if she posts anything, there are a number of lifters, all of them over the age of 53. And they will message her <laughs> about her squats. They'll send her videos of their squats. And, and they just want to talk to her all the time. Nobody messages me. Nobody wants to talk to me about squats. Hmm, I wonder what the difference is. It's, it's, it, this, so there's this old guy who's basically cyber-stalking my wife. Oh. And I'm, and I'm kind of like... I think this is as close as I'm going to get to one of my fantasies. So I'm into it. You know oh, what I mean? Geez. Like, <laughs> oh, no. you know what I mean? I'm kind of like, well, I kind of like watching this <laughs> part happen. I don't know. What, like, what does she think about this stalker dude? Does she, she, she does, does she know that he, she, she she'll just talk to him. Or is it, she'll talk to yeah. him. She'll, and I'll be like, you need to stop replying to him. He will not stop yeah. if you don't stop replying. He is desperate for attention. She's like, oh, I never thought of that. I was like, yeah, why would do you, you reply? Do you feel that she doesn't, maybe doesn't read social cues? Is that, you think that's what's going to uh, yeah, or he wants to jack off to my wife, Aaron. <laughs> she has nice tits, and I want to hold them. Rob, how do, how I does know it, where you're going there, Aaron. I know where you're going there. Rob, how does it work out when you tell her not to do something? Oh, yeah. Oh, it goes really well. Oh, thank you, really Rob. Well. That, that's so helpful. So yeah. here's the deal. I what, what, what do you order you guys check messages in? Because if somebody Instagram messages me, I'm not seeing it. Somebody leaves me a voicemail, I'm not seeing it. Email, I'll get to it eventually. Work email, unfortunately, I'll see it pretty quick. And my text messages, the best way to get a hold of me. What's our message order, guys? I'm ecstatic when I get a text from like, like I, got a, I got a text from like the furnace people because they had to reschedule an appointment. Uh -oh. and I was so uh -oh. happy. Like, I can just text up. them to reschedule the appointment. It was fantastic. I don't have to call. Yep. It was, I was so excited. Like, I just want, I want everything to be in text message. T turns out the city of Richfield, not only do they make you inspect the first furnace, and then when they when no one will pass it and they red tag it, and then you have to pay for a new furnace. You buy and have a new furnace installed from one of the Richfield approved contractors. They come out, install it. The inspector comes back out today. Has it been inspected? What the fuck do I need to have it inspected for? They just put the goddamn thing in the house. Why does it need to be inspected? It was put in yesterday. What do, What are we doing here? <laughs> so stupid. How do you know that they put it in right? God, yeah, and then right. Who, and then who decides, who decides that it was put in right? Why is it so cold in here all the time when the furnace is on? I don't know. Who watches the watchman? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> <laughs>
if, if there's a, if there's a Richfield employee podcast that's complaining about local citizens, I would, I would be their subject today. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> I love that idea of like, Hey, let's complain about people in your city. I'd listen every week to see like who they're talking about. If they're talking about me, I think that's a great idea. Russell. Bunch of bullshit. Now, listen, before we start rolling, going, I just want to, hey, here's a question. Oh, mm-hmm. they're going to bring up, hey, you've got some, a few little pieces of damage on your siding. I have to replace all the siding. They want a permit for the siding. Who gives a shit about permanent <laughs> garage siding? What did, like, what could you do wrong that would cause a problem with garage siding? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. <laughs> wow. Russell, have you ever thought about how the inspectors feel? Yeah. Okay. Yes. They, I did I wish you happy Thanksgiving after I expressed my my disappointment. Oh, well, they're, that's fine. They're probably raging at you about your garage. It probably makes them furious. Hey, can I can I just say this? Did you guys hear it? Big music news. I, I want to interrupt our rolling going. Big music news. Have you heard the new Beatles song that came out? The Peter Jackson video where he put the, the old Beatles with the new Beatles and he made a song. Did you guys hear it? No. no. I knew it was out, but I have not listened to it. Do you guys know what I'm talking about at all? I do. Yes. I do not. No. Why don't you tell us about it, Rob? Are you serious? Well, they basically, they they got some old tracks of John Lennon and George Harrison and Paul McCartney, and they wrote a song and made a video with AI. Okay, now my keyboard's that not working. sounds like a terrible idea. My keyboard's not well, working the- right now, but can I, play the, can I play the song for you here and see what you think? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. All right, let's listen to it right now. Good start. Seems familiar. Aaron looks at you, but not <laughs> at your face. Aaron likes the things that help you stand. He's obsessed with the things that are your face. Because Aaron is a foot fetish man. Show your soles, show your toes. He wants to see them. Show your souls, show your toes. He wants to see it all. Feet are what turn Aaron on. I, you know what? I kind of like it. It's so weird. I, <laughs> Peter Jackson's pretty How skilled. How did we get here? Well, I didn't know the Beatles were writing about me. That's really I honored? Question mark. So I was gonna say, I think the thing was they could never isolate John's voice track until AI figured it out or whatever. So they could never properly. Uh, convert it to whatever they needed to convert it to, and now they can finally isolate Whoa. just John's voice track without the music in the background. Oh, wow. I can't wait till AI can figure out how to get Rob out of our podcast. Oh. <laughs> it would be a short podcast. I'm just going to put it that way. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> this is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, but you got to see this video. Look at this video. It has them like. What? Playing together. Look at this. It's right here, watch this. It literally has them all four playing together. As, as, as older dudes. Why? This is not, like, no one needs this. This is no, terrifying. This is Look at this. Yeah, yeah like the it. world doesn't need this. Well, I what, I what you might not know is that they actually came out with a second song. And a lot of people <laughs> liked it. Do you guys want to hear the second one? Oh, God. I can't, I can't imagine it. what it was about. Let's I see Well, let's guess. see what it's like it was about. Give it to me, Peter. Oh, Aaron, he likes something. 
Joe's feet. He sucks them when he can. Aaron is a footman. Aaron is a footman. When he sees those feet, he becomes the biggest fan. If you have nice feet, he'll pay for your only fan. I'll say those vocals sound really good. Let's just let's just admit, let's just for the sake of argument, let's just say that I am a footman and yes. I do have a foot fetish. Let's just the craziest say. thing. Let's just let's just you just say that you just said you just I got it. Yeah, right. Peter Jackson, please give me a call right away. He isolates everything for Rob. I couldn't possibly, even if that were my fetish, I couldn't think about feet as much as Rob thinks about me thinking about feet. Can you imagine oh, how much of Rob's brain time. space is thinking, about, thinking about me thinking about feet? You yeah. know what, Eric? Like, last week I was like in, he's projecting. Yeah. Last, <laughs> last week I, I was in the Dominic, Dominican Republic and I was at a beach. I went to a beach like three days, which is a lot for me. And I saw a lot of feet go by and it made yes. me think about Rob. Thinking about <laughs> you, thinking about feet. Oh wow! Well, now we're in now we're in a foot inception. Let's just, foot inception. Let's just, pretty perverted, right? Yeah. Let's just say this, Russell. Yeah, I think going on a vacation to a sunny place without telling us should be illegal. On Beck did it better. When you went, I had how, how do you know? You how do you know? How surprise. do you know that everyone wasn't told but you, Rob? Oh, there, there are other oh text chains out there where there people oh, are being told things that you I might didn't not think be. about that. Oh my god. Well, we had to turn up the engagement alert to level orange. Okay, we had to yeah. we had to put out an alert. It went up. And then okay, went back down. Yeah, we yep, went, went to level down. two out of a hundred. <laughs> Russell, rolling going. How's it going with you? <laughs> rolling going. Things are going good. I, I I'll, I'll I, we better go to the advice corner. I, I could I could use yeah, some advice. On some, all right. Quit waiting around. Yeah. It's time for Russell. I got sand in my foreskin. Corner. What do I do? Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, question question one: If you go to, oh, I won't on. do this, in the, or I could do it. The Jeff Fox, what's it, Doctor Phil? Yeah. If you well, they, go to the no. Dominican Republic with your though. significant other, and they come home and write a text to their family saying there was no <laughs> ring involved, but it was still fun. <laughs> could you be a redneck? <laughs> you could be on the clock. You are on the clock, Russell. Yeah. You've been on the clock. Now you're double on the clock. Wow. That text chain probably just doesn't have family members on it either. It's probably got people who are also related to him. That's what Weird. I heard. Us. Yeah, that's so strange. That, so Russell, those related people probably send it around to other people too. <laughs> this, this, this might not be the first I've heard of that text message. Yeah. To be now, Russell, I, Russell, I got to say this, okay? If you are thinking, and I thought about this the other day and I almost passed out. If you are thinking of eloping... <laughs> If you are thinking of eloping and not having a wedding party, okay, you yeah, might get kicked off the podcast. And I'm not kidding. About that. We might have to ask you to leave. End out of the text chain. Too. Yeah, you're out You'd of the text out of the chain. Te- yeah. You're out of the podcast. No more Vegas. Okay. You go to Vegas by yourself. And that, that would be absolutely outrageous. Okay. I know dozens of people that would be furious. Okay. Russell, are you thinking about eloping? Would those dozens be the the ladies I had to swipe right left on when I was oh. in the Dominican right when I landed <laughs> yeah. in that left left? Hey left. folks, it's halftime here at the Timberwolves game. Uh oh, one of the dancers <laughs> looks really sad. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Russell, what's your, what is your advice exactly? I would say you are in trouble. You are officially in trouble. This is a this seems like it's a major crossroads, and I am very worried about how you're going to handle it. Actually, makes this me very the, stressed out. The, the first piece of advice really came about. Uh, I, I I do I do a lot of work trips, and Matt, you do a lot of work trips. I don't know how often your wife goes with you, but at some <laughs> point, I was kind oh. of informed that if I keep going to tropical destinations for work trips, right, and I do not invite along my co-tenant, there's going to be a problem. Is that what? What do you do if you are threatened with, hey, I need to be invited along to some of these tropical destinations? Do you bring your co-tenant, Matt, or what do you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, part of it, right, is like you're going, you're going to be there. I mean, you have like work events, right? right and yep. Usually it doesn't go late into the night, things like sometimes there's parties or whatever, things like that. But I mean, like you're in this town, you've got this probably a great hotel. You're probably going to go out to some restaurant or something like mm. that. And if the only bill, it, you know, additional bill is just that plane ride. I mean, usually you can find a pretty good deal or use miles or something. So absolutely, you should be bringing that co-tenant ears, Russell, wherever you go, unless it's like Columbus, Ohio or something where well, it's just boring as hell. So, well, you know, if you're going to these fancy places, why I've would you not bring Columbus it? has a good taco scene. I've not checked it out, though. <laughs> You've said that. I've I already knew that because of you. <laughs> uh, Russell, now let me ask you this. When I go to my wife's work trips, I go after she is done working because when she is working, it is very boring when I'm there. Is it possible that you could extend the trip and have somebody well, come visit you post-work? It is. It has happened where we have extended and had the co-tenant come visit me after the work thing is over. This time, I should get a ding-ding. I invited the co-tenant to come with me to the Dominican Proactive. Republic. No, wait a minute. I'm not, I gave that a ding-ding before I knew what you were going to say. You invited her to come with you, and you want a ding-ding for that? I, yeah, I'm not sure I, that I gets Matt's like advice. Yeah, I did exactly what Matt sticks. said I did. What are you well, talking about? Taking Matt's advice is an automatic ding-ding. Russell, I think that's a very smart thing to do. I, it, what, what, is, is she bored during the day when you're like doing whatever you do? I don't, I'm oiling people up or whatever you do. I'm well, not well, I sure. will just say, I'll put oiling. this nicely. This might Lotioning. need to be cut out. <laughs> Lotioning, <laughs> oiling. I did go to a few work events the first few days, and uh, we went to a place called Casa de Campo. It's this beautiful resort, Dominican Republic. It's where it's that's Spanish for House of the Campo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They just had a big statue of that old Dallas Cowboys coach, Dave Campo. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus. That's a pull. That's a real joke. Oh, my computer right just did that on its own. The computer loved that joke. <laughs> so I, I, I bring the co-tenant with me, and I will say that oh. the by the end of day two, the middle of day two after my conference, I got back, and this was such a big resort, you had to have a golf cart to get around. It was too big. It's like a fifth, like a 10 minute golf cart ride to the beach, 15 minute golf cart ride to like the city with all the restaurants, the ancient city and all this stuff. Um, go ahead, Matt. So a lot of times you are running these events that you're doing. So you're going to this place and it's like your company running. Is this one where you're running it or are you just like a guest speaker? I'm so a you guest don't have speaker too much at it. Oh, even better. So you've got like, you've got a limited amount of time that you've got to really be on. And then you've got a lot of time to be down, do whatever. But we'll just, we'll do. put it this way. So it, this place, it's like a hundred degrees and humid as hell there. So if you don't have that golf cart and you're in a suit and you got to walk from like where you're staying to 
the conference, it, it's, it would be a disaster, especially for someone like me or Aaron that, that is going to sweat through Full a suit sweating, or something yeah. like that. All the way through a suit. You want to see a guy oh. sweat all the way through a suit just like wringing out a suit jacket? That would be me. And I got to say, seeing a guy in a full suit in the sun, just not a great look for that guy in the suit. Like, you're lost. You don't know where you're going. Guys in suits belong down on the subway or bustling around in a city, not walking under a palm tree. So I, I text the, I text the co-tenant. I'm like, hey, because he, she had free will to take the golf cart wherever she wanted while she was gone, go explore, <laughs> go have fun. That, so Wait, much. is it, this is not, <laughs> what? Is, this, is, not, is this not a normal thing where she has free will, right? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying she, he, he, he let her have it. She's so yeah, good yeah, at yeah, lock yeah, picking yeah, now. Yeah, oh my God. She, she, swallowed, a she swallowed a paperclip when I wasn't looking. She's able to get almost out of anything now. <laughs> she could take the golf cart wherever she wanted. I didn't need the golf cart during the day. So she, she Russell wanted. Unlock, Russell unlocked the refrigerator for you <laughs> while he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Russell, let me ask Grab you. Grab yourself yeah. one Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, put, <laughs> hey, put that cheesecake or that carrot no. cake back while you're up there. Oh, no. Russell, were you, did she have to take, oh, did she have to take you? To the thing on a golf cart and drop oh, you yeah. off. Are you getting dropped <laughs> off on a golf cart? So you're like, you you dropped off on the golf cart. Oh yeah. my god! You Russell's you getting now. Russell, let me ask: driver? when when yes. you are going to this thing, are you driving the golf cart and then switching, or are no. is she driving? If I'm getting you? dropped off. I'm I'm on the I'm in the I'm sitting shotgun and I'm jumping off immediately wow. at the golf cart. Wow. Russell has listened to both Matt and Aaron on this podcast. He knows what's Baller going on. Status. Nice job, Russell. <laughs> So eventually uh, the conference is over and there, there was a lack of communication about whether the coach said it was oh. coming to pick me up or not. So it was oh. maybe a little frustration on the thought that I was going to have to walk back in the suit, you know, the 20 minute walk in the hundred degrees or whatever, but eventually she walk out and she's there and we walk by someone and we're going to have to bleep this Rob, but the, mm. the uh, concierge, she walks by and she goes, Hey, Miss. All of a sudden, all these people in the hotel are saying, hey, Miss, I know her name. We've been there for a day and a half. There's at least mm -hmm. six to seven people there that know her name. Yeah. Now, it, that just means she's been treating people well. Is she like Lloyd Christmas when he's got the, the money bag? Here you go. Here you go. She handed out IOUs all over the place. Oh, I'm hearing foots. I'm hearing footsteps upstairs. I've been. Uh -oh. <laughs> Does she have a spray painted shirt that says her name on the shirt? No. Like she bought it on the beach. <laughs> I will say the co-tenant has claimed that they're just a very uh, outgoing person with a good personality, mm. and maybe they just made good connections. Yeah. It turns out that they thought she was being attacked by you. Hey, look out. There's a guy. Look at that guy behind you. He's the scariest looking guy I've ever seen. Oh, wait. <laughs> He's in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> While I was at the conference, it turns out the co-tenant broke her phone. Oh. And so oh. we're in the middle oh. of the Dominican <laughs> Republic. Oh, <laughs> And so oh, the phone sounds like get, something your wife would do, Rob. Yeah. Phone, <laughs> That's, so the phone had to get fixed. Kid, throw it in the ocean. And so I will say this. I, this is, I'm going to give so much credit to my co-tenant here. Like when I'm at work, oh. I need, I want to be focused. I don't want to be bothered with like texts about, Hey, I need to get this. I, I need to be away yeah. from that. I need to get my stuff done. Yeah. I hear nothing about it, but it, I, I go and. The co-tenant's a little flustered, can't find their credit card. So, okay, we'll figure it out or whatever. Oh, also, the reason they know her is that she had broken her phone and needed a new one. So she went into the concierge, and this, this, this resort is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's just this big, huge, beautiful resort. But the city like around it is kind of, you know, a little bit, uh, a little more impoverished, I would say. So the hotel does an amazing job. They set her up with a uh, car driver. They take her into town. 
And the car driver essentially acts as her escort, takes her into town to the store where they what? do phones, translates mm. for her at the phone store. She gets a brand new phone, comes back. The phone has been replaced before I'm even done with the conference. It's been broken uh, and replaced wow. before I, I, I'm even picked up. Is that amazing that's, or what? That's great. That's Russell, stuff. I think you're you're doing a great job of training her. You're doing an excellent <laughs> job. Keep up the good work. I'll get that shit time. done before I'm back, right? Right. I'll yeah. tell you, my only concern, though, is that she's bought some phone in the Dominican Republic, and it's like, iPhone 012. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Well, this, is a, this might not be a real. <laughs> now, Russell, I'm, I'm going to say this, Russell. If, yep. that was, if that was somebody I know, okay, yes. who maybe broke their phone while I'm doing an important work thing, like, I can't even comprehend what that is, but... Yeah. I would get no less than <laughs> 5,000 texts about it that would just pile up. I broke my phone. I broke my phone. Oh, wait. She couldn't because <laughs> she can't broke get her it. phone. I was say, there would be oh no phone. God. It's the perfect crime. <laughs> Russell, that's so good. I'm so excited. Just thinking about but my were, wife breaking her phone makes me so excited. There were a number of, of <laughs> other specific requests for the hotel and the concierge over the last few days where Uh-oh. I think almost everyone who worked at that hotel knew her by name. Uh, and so good for her. Uh, madam, we have your condoms pequeño. Condoms pequeño. Is this what you wanted? <laughs> we drove all around the island yeah. found the smallest one. Yeah, we found dos keys for El Cacage Smallo. Well, those Dominicans, they don't, they, they don't use the pequeño ones, those Dominicans. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we don't know what you're talking about. And then she points oh, no. at me and they're like, oh, yeah, yes, Uh-oh. yes, ma'am. Here, There's the first go. wife. There's the first there she is. There she is. So I, I will ask on the way down there, I was going to get your, we, we always, I took a two, fl- I did, took a multiple flights to get there, a flight tonight and multiple flights. All right. All right. These are the stories that I like. This will probably be the only time you hear me playing guitar tonight. We're going to hear about probably. this. Tonight. Oh, it's so good, Rob. So going to the Dominican Republic, not an easy straight shot from Minneapolis. So you have to do a layover or a connecting flight somewhere. So on the way down, we decide what we're going to do is fly at night, stay at the Miami airport hotel for the night, and then get up and then take the next flight the next morning to the Dominican Republic. So essentially breaking up the day, it turns out the Miami airport hotel it was a miracle we didn't get murdered there. You walk in and it's got like, it, it just feels like there's been bad things that happened here, right? That feels like you need a black light right there. Like you, that just feels Uh-oh. like you it just, was- you know, like let's just check it out. Just see how covered this place is. Yeah. We'll see if this black light works. Let me put it on my pants first. Yep, it works. All right, let's check out this room. I think it might have been one of the first hotels where like the people who check you in are like sitting down, like they, they're not standing to help you. They're like sitting at a chair, like looking up at the computer. Yep. They don't get yep. up, that type of thing. But when you're at the Aldi's of hotels, that's never a good sign. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Russell, what, what, where, where did you fly into? Miami, Miami International Airport. No, then into the Dominican, where'd you fly Santo into? Domingo. Okay. See, so that's that farther away than Punta Cana? Uh, it would have been... I would have had to go oh. through Atlanta to get it to Punta Cana. Okay, I was going to say, because there is a direct flight from <laughs> Minneapolis to Punta Cana. Uh, what airline, though, Matt? Uh, one that I would never take, Sun Country. <laughs> the problem is, Matt, that Sun <laughs> Country flight. Country yeah. next month. That doesn't uh, fly every day. It only has certain days. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh. But so we, we get in there, and... I, my co-tenant is one where if the hotel has a minor issue, this could be like an amazing hotel. It's gonna be it's gonna be noted, if you will, which is kind of uh, grinds my gears a little bit. But 
We go into this Miami hotel and I walk in and it is a dump. And I go into the bathroom. There's like an old towel hanging over this, like the bat, the sink, like the, the rail for what's that called? The curtain rod. Like, so like a used towel laying in there still. So I decide the way to do it is proactively just be like, this is terrible. So I'll be the one to call out how bad this is. So I don't need to hear any, any response on it. Is that the way Mm -hmm. to do it or what? Russell, I think that's pretty good. Actually, you're doing a pre complaint. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're stepping up. I like that. I like that. So you're going to, you're going to lessen the regular complaint because you've already complained. I've already complained. There's no reason to complain more. Right. But so anyways, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. I just want to get back to the idea that going to a hotel and finding a used towel in the room, would be such a bummer because you're like, (laughs) listen, I would say the easiest thing to do, just get all the towels out here. Like that's the number one. You know, what's harder cleaning the sheets. Like I would not have no (laughs) faith that they clean the sheets after I found a used uh, towel in the bathroom. Disaster, Russell. And it was really embarrassing when they had all the grande condoms in that in that bedroom no. that were left over too, right? <laughs> oh no, grande! You just oh. cut them, just cut them down. Just yeah. you just call yeah. down to the front desk for some scissors. Uh, oh, excuse me, <laughs> can you have scissors down then there? You, you know what? You're doubling up the number of condoms you have. <laughs> but eventually, we the made one's it not going to be great. I'm not going to lie. The one side of that not going to be a great condom, but the other one, fine. Eventually, we made it. We get to the resort and everything. But then on the way back, we took another flight, and this time. No overnight stay. It's it's into Miami, layover or, or connecting flight back to Minneapolis. Three and a half hour window there to should be totally fine to get through customs and everything. Flight coming back from Dominican Republic gets delayed. 45 minutes. Oh. Oh. Then we get to Miami and we got about two and a half hours left. They park us way down. We got to go for about a 40 minute walk to get through the airport to get through customs. Then you got to grab your bags. There's lines. You're waiting for your bags. You got to get bags. You got to put them on from one rack onto a different rack. Wow. Then you got to go through security again. You got to, they're going to send us through security a second time, right? At this point, we were running through the airport. Do you think you're wearing a big white suit with sunglasses, like a, like you, and big chains? Do you think that raised any suspicion of you flying into Miami? It didn't help. Yeah. So eventually we barely made our flight right before, right as they were boarding, but we had to do like the full run through the airport. I know Matt's a late airport goer. Have you guys ever had to do like the full sprinting through the airport type of thing or not? I don't know. I haven't gone full OJ Simpson in the airport. I've never done it in the airport. I've done it on the Embarcadero in San Francisco because we were going to be late for our ferry to Alcatraz. So we had Anna's parents and her brother, and I think that was it. But her family was here in town, and we got there late, and we were trying to catch our ferry to get to Alcatraz and, like, sprinting down the Embarcadero. Oh, boy. But they probably hold the plane for Matt. He's too high status. They're not yeah, leaving without him, right? Matt's never yeah. had to worry I, about it. I, the only thing I've ever did one time, I was ordering some food or something, and it was just taking forever. and. I got an alert on my phone that, you know, boarding kind of a thing. And I had to walk for a while and I had to just leave the food and walk there because I just couldn't wait any longer. And, you know, I was like fifth from last to get on and things. So it was fine. I probably could have waited, but no, you know, proper planning, Russell goes a long way. Proper planning goes a long way. Well, if we're we're going to proper plan to keep this, (laughs) if we're going to proper plan this episode to keep it going, plan, you plan to fail. Matt, roll it going. How's it going with you? (laughs) Uh, Good. Rob, I got a, Song of the week that I'd like you nice. to pull up All right. in the background. And 
It's more for my kids than anything. Uh, Coldplay, A Sky Full of Stars. Is that Ooh. what it is? It's in uh, Sing 2. Boy, I've heard Eddie's this. Sing it you it's want a- this for your kids? Okay. It's in uh, the movie Sing 2. Sing 2. All right, and it's a great right. scene. And uh, so, yeah, we'll just play that one. Um, Snoop Dogg, just a couple of random things. Snoop Dogg. Quit smoking. Oh. Does anybody believe this is he's actually quit smoking? He didn't smoking? quit weed. It's the same thing Willie did. He's like he says he quit the smoke. He didn't quit weed though. He quit Willie the smoke. The same thing. And, and it's yeah. and he's it's because he's gonna be selling an edible, right? Like he's yeah, I think it has yeah, I think right? that's what's yeah. happening. So, yeah. Again. Boy. The Skechers guy is now selling uh edibles. But you know what? So. He's still cool as hell. It doesn't matter. Like I've seen him coach youth football. I've seen him right. become a total corporate shill. And he still is as absolutely cool as he could possibly be. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. How could you be that cool? Rob, do you think Snoop Dogg rocks around with edibles just in his pocket, like not in a bag? Like, you know how you just carry him around, like, come on, on the pocket, like where you got to wipe the lint off? You got to, like, blow the lint off before? Like, I, is that what he does? Or how does he I carry ate him a super hard edible the other day, and I thought of you, Russell. It made me, it made me smile. <laughs> we were in Vegas that one time. He just pulls him out of his jeep like pocket. Here you want one? <laughs> Listen, guys, yeah. I, got, I, I got a very nice, roomy, spacious new... Uh, I heard the new term for a fanny pack is a belt bag, so I got a, a new belt a bag. Belt bag. Yeah, okay. very nice one for that Anna got me for my anniversary. So that can hold all of the edibles. We're calling it a belt that. bag? I've always called it a fanny pack, but like, guys, I, don't like, I don't like saying the word fanny. We can't be calling it a belt bag, can but we? But I'm very excited. Like, I can fit a lot of edibles in this big bag. That's true. It's a good point. And it, and it can cover up in case you piss your pants. That's <laughs> right. Do you, do you put the edibles like in some sort of packaging or just in the belt bag, like where the where the actual gummy is touching the inside well, of the bag? Well, that's up to you guys. It's, I'm, I'm just thinking about it for Vegas. I mean, I mean, I don't at home. I don't carry them in the belt bag. But I'm yeah. thinking about. I'm thinking about. I'm, I want to be that guy. Like I want to be the guy when I'm with the guys where it's like, oh man, who's got a Kleenex? Who's got an edible? Who's got you know a what? nail file? Whatever. Like I'm gonna have it, Aaron. Nobody on that trip has ever asked for a Kleenex, ever. <laughs> well, you never know. Ever. They're going to be in there if you need them. Jesus. Aaron doesn't know this because he's only usually there for about 16 hours. Yeah. But when we're there, <laughs> January 19th to the 22nd, <laughs> 2024 at the Link Hotel, yeah. you know, this year, Aaron will be there for at least two days, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, so you're yeah. going to get a whole new experience. Rob, extended. don't the Kleenexes usually it. just get left on your bed or not? Well, yeah. I mean, that, I do use them. To clean my face before I go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so we, you know, stay on schedule this week. The only other thing I got is: Have you guys gotten into uh, Welcome to Wrexham at all? No, no. no. The documentary I about the soccer team. Cannot believe how well done it is. It's not just you know about the soccer team and them moving up and all this stuff. It's about like this town, Wrexham in uh, Wales and it is unbelievable they just had the final the finale week 15 or episode 15 of season 2 and I'm not going to spoil it for too many people but I think most people know they end up moving up and all this stuff but what they do for that town and Ryan Reynolds and the other guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Rob McElarney or whatever his name is what those guys do is unbelievable, and if anybody has anything ever bad to say about those guys, watch that uh, documentary. It is, I, I mean, I, it is, I, I could not believe what they did 
for that town and how they told the story and everything they did and then just the success they've had. I mean, and again, they're buying a team to help them move up, which is fine, right? Like, it's all yeah. part of it. But it's unbelievable what they did. So I highly recommend watching Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu if you get a chance. So. Plus, it's another way to say USA number one. Okay, all we're doing, we're sending over movie stars and we're beating your ass in soccer. Get the fuck out of here. Okay? <laughs> nice. The I'm best is when sure they sell okay. that team and then make a bunch of quote-unquote charitable oh. contributions to offset all their capital gains <laughs> exactly. when they sell that team. What I can't believe exactly. is that they're moving the Wrexham team to Las Vegas. Did you guys hear that? I mean, that's oh, got to be just fuck off. <laughs> God damn it. That'd be tough. Tough to hear. Wow. Oh, we made it all unanimous. the way through that. Oh. Unanimous. Unanimous. All the other owners. Right now. One, yeah, of course. they. I mean, what else are they going to do? They just yeah. got to go there and print money. God. Yeah. Fuck. Rolling going, Aaron. How's it going with you? Oh, yeah, I'm fucking fine. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah it's just yeah. a really good time to just throw it to me. Uh, well, let's see. Um, so I did get to do one of my favorite things today. Uh, and it does lead me to a question, which is, uh, what is... What? Yeah, I, have, I didn't do that today. That would have been a better idea. Uh, <laughs> I did get to go. I was out of... Duke's Mayo, so I got to go down and buy the big the big tub of Duke's Mayo. But like, what? Okay, what's a reasonable? I look back because um, I took a photo the last time I found it, uh, and I bought one on August twenty seventh, and then I was, it was gone. I think it's like thirty ounce, thirty thirty two ounces. Okay, like, so what's we're a just reasonable gonna, amount of time yeah, for one yeah, man on, to finish. On, back, back up. <laughs> so it is now November. You <laughs> yeah. bought a how big of a one? What are we I talking? I think it's 30 ounces, 32, maybe. But I did get to go buy a new one. But I'm wondering, like, what's a reasonable amount of time for mostly one person to finish that much mail? Like, when should I, like... Just to give you an idea, think of the largest Yeti cup you can <laughs> buy. That's 30 ounces, okay? Maybe like it's not that big. Uh, so you're on, taking down that much mail. No, but Rob, the largest Yeti mug you can steal, I believe, is 48 ounces, right? Wow. That one, it's, I'm st it's still going strong. It's cool. Steel is kind of a strong no. word, Russell, don't you think? <laughs> Guys. Uh, Procure? Uh, yeah. How much mayonnaise are you eating? Oh, Aaron, you ate right, that so much yeah, mayonnaise in three? Now, so are it's, other... It's 30 ounces. I mean, it's smaller than my head. Oh, it doesn't look that bad. I mean, it's it? not that bad, right? So I think I'm okay, right? What do we look, What do we use this mayo for? Like, I well, do you know, not tuna fish. got that twang. Tuna fish, mostly. Mayo. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know what he's using it for. It's tuna fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's always tuna fish. Yeah. You know what I think is amazing, Aaron, is that you finish it. I don't think I've ever finished a condiment in my life. I think they always go mad where I have to throw <laughs> it away. I don't think I've ever <laughs> yeah. finished anything like that that comes in a jar. It always gets tossed. We've got fish sauce that's older than one of my kids. I know that. Oh, I, did, I just finished some fish sauce this week, too. What? Yeah, used the last what? of it. I had some leftover sloppy joes. Um I was reheating some sloppy joes to go over some rice. And I was okay. like, you know what? This needs a new little bit of fish sauce. I can't. <laughs> Aaron, sloppy joes don't have fish in it. Why would you have yeah, fish sauce? Because I guess it just like punches it up a little bit. I know like how you like earthy. a mixture of sloppy and with fish yeah. sauce. What? What was that second part? Yeah. It's just like a little bit of it gives a little more salt, a little, you know, like it's got the umami. I don't like to use that term because I think it's trendy, but. We're not talking you know, about it. Kind of rounds out the. Yeah, uh, don't worry, Aaron. That's not a term I hear too much often anywhere else <laughs> in my life. So I'm not burned out on the word umami. <laughs> so it adds that umami to something. So I finished, yeah, I finished fish sauce and uh, mayo this week. So that's exciting. But I do have an update that our listeners um, might be interested to, know, interested to know, which is that 
Uh, this is a sad one too. I don't know if we have like any like eulogy type tracks or any sad stuff, but everybody uh, hurts. We are We've got it. Our fig tree went away today. We oh no, the fig tree, what? the fig tree is gone. Oh, we, no, did you run over it with the car? I oh, no, oh. no, that's a good dog. That's, that's a good down. joke. Good joke. Also a good joke. Uh, <laughs> Did it die because no. you were peeing on it in the in the evenings <laughs> when you were staying outside? <laughs> you poisoned it? Mm. All good guesses. I, po- I poisoned those trees. Roll Tide! Sim- the simplest answer, though, we're, we're renovating the backyard, and we were not able to save the fig tree, so the fig tree became a casualty of trying to get more space for my son to play in the backyard. So the fig wow. tree is no more... Uh, the fig, this year's fig season was not as good as last year's, so I have to tell all our listeners that. Here's what uh, I don't get: I set up one farm in the rainforest. You get so bad at me, <laughs> <Yes>. okay? <laughs> hey, guess what? I was slashing and burning. Okay, I was doing both. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, you know, my mother-in-law always yells at me because we talk about trees going down and trimming trees and all this stuff, and it's a renewable resource, Aaron. You can just grow another fig tree, find a new spot for mm-hmm. it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I appreciate you, man. Thank right. you. Yeah. Thank you. Couple, but I thought a couple our... years you'll be back to harvesting figs and giving them away. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Hey, and, and somewhere out there, door-to-door salesmen are bummed beyond belief right yeah. now, Aaron. That would be the <laughs> saddest thing I would say. Yeah. Oh, remember when Aaron was going to get that solar for his house? Uh, instead, he just cut down a bunch of trees around his house. He told you oh, yeah, yeah. to any, any other home improvement projects are gone for the next two years, for sure. Rob, how's it really going with Rob? Uh, well, let me pull up what I was going to talk about. Well, first of all, I don't know. Have you guys heard? They actually, I just saw, I got an email about it because I'm on a special list. There is a third, there is a third new Beatles song. No, it couldn't be. Do you guys want to hear this one? (laughs) And I can't remember what these are. Let's just listen to it real quick. He made sure to turn it way up. When Aaron is at the beach, there is only one thing he wants to see. He thinks shoes are dumb, show him feet. <laughs> and when Aaron's at the airport, he always goes into heat. When people at security <laughs> show their feet, women's feet, women's feet, Aaron thinks they're pretty. Yeah. Wow. It sounded like the, Bob Dylan was got it sounded like yeah, hey, I mixed up Bob Dylan a little bit. Go back to the about ten seconds left of that song. That's Bob Dylan. Oh no, you're talking about this part. Aaron that. thinks they're pretty neat. If you guys knew how much I had the pitch correction on Garage Band when I sang that, you would be <laughs> embarrassed. Oof, that was bad. Anyway. I think you could have you could have turned the pitch correction up a little more, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, correct if I'm- okay. Well, Aaron, you don't have to hurt my feelings. Actually, really rude. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm just trying to have fun, Aaron. I'm actually trying to make a fun <laughs> podcast. Okay, maybe I didn't see the multiple parody songs you made for this podcast. <laughs> anyway, guys, I have an update. Okay, this is a very important update. There was a new delivery downstairs when I walked in the other day. Whoa! And it blew my mind, and I immediately pulled out my phone and wrote it down. 
the delivery that somebody got to their apartment that was sitting in the lobby that I saw because I can see everybody's deliveries when I come in was Taco Bell. Nice. Taco Bell. Yes. I was so jealous. I immediately was yeah. like, fuck, I should order some Taco Bell. Like that yeah, is a great idea. It was just sitting yeah. there in a bag and it had a big Baja blast right next to it. And I was like, God damn, somebody could just bring me that and I could just have it. Guys, should I order some Taco Bell tonight? You should definitely order some Taco Bell. I definitely should. I should I, order I think- it right now. And if it gets here before we end, then we'll all chip in. We'll, we'll I was just thinking, like, I should order some food right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like the Thanksgiving pairing, right, Rob? The cheesy gordita crunch and the something type of munch, right? Oh. No. <laughs> something type of munch. Russell. <laughs> you silver. I mean, this, who is this? This is a uh, guy with a big nose, Russell, uh, Aaron, in that movie. Uh, what is this? Serrano de Bergiac? Nailed it. Pulled it out right away. Bradley Cooper's prosthetic for the Bernstein movie. Highly controversial. Anyway, so guys, I got to say, what do you think is the best restaurant to get delivered? Last, the other week, we talked about the worst, the best. I got to say, I think Taco Bell is right up there. I also think, you know what? I wouldn't mind. I was going to say McDonald's, but I don't think that's true because I don't think the fries would travel very well. It's got to be something wrapped. So burrito, shawarma, gyro, falafel. Like it's got to be in a wrapped form, I I think. I think you're totally maybe right. Maybe something over rice, maybe, but like the sauces can get weird. I think a burrito is the ultimate. You know what I would like? I'll tell you right now. A meatball sub from Subway, and you get Ooh. the sauces soaked into the bread, and it, we're that's, just going okay, full that's on. Like, hey, that's real. And now that they show the calories at all the restaurants, you know how much that thing is. You dumb fuck. You're not losing any weight. Ah, yes. you're not holding up your pants after. They're not eating meatball subs. They're eating veggie subs. They're not eating <laughs> the real boys, which are, it turns out are 1,500 calories for a foot long. Oh, my God. Yes. Russell, what are you Good getting delivered? on your day. Mm, go to Matt first. I don't know offhand. Matt, what are you getting delivered? Uh, it used to be Rhodosha. Oh, get yeah. the pineapple fried rice, chicken fried rice, oh. spice level three. Extra veggies. And now it's uh, amazing Thailand. And I get the pineapple fried rice, the chicken, spice level three. Wow, so man. And what do you do? Do you, do you order with no vegetables? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I keep the cashews, keep the raisins, but no cilantro, no scallions, no uh, onions. And usually, you know, the amazing Thailand, I think it comes with carrots and maybe like oh. sweet peas or something like that too. So just... <laughs> Cut them all out. His <laughs> disgust. When he said carrots, you would have thought he was Cut talking about off. the most disgusting item in the entire world. Yeah. Right? Russell, you could have one, one place delivered right now. What would you say? One of the places I've been into since I moved into my new place is a place called Storm King Barbecue. Getting barbecue Ooh. delivered. You can get some barbecue yeah. sandwiches, nice. get some nacho, like brisket nachos or something like that. What? Yeah. You can kind of, you can kind of pick a few different things. It's, it's kind of fun. I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, barbecue. Oh, I that think awesome. that is absolutely great. Listen, it's let's for get into the, let's talk the album. Oh, is this a music oh, podcast? We are talking about Cream, Israeli Gears. Cream, Jack Bruce, get on top. Ginger Baker, Eric Clapton. Okay, uh, Bruce and, or I'm sorry, Baker and Clapton had started a group and they called themselves Cream because they had both been the cream of the crop, literally the cream of the cop, Rus- crop. Russell, is there anything you want to say to that? Maybe an impression, maybe an impression, just a little, just a little taste. Oh, I thought Macho Man talked a lot about cream of the crop. Oh, Oh, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Do you think to me sour? (laughs) 
Good. So here's the I thing. I Eric Clapton in the cream always rises <laughs> to the top, and I created a band with my buddy Jack Bruce on bass and Ginger Baker <laughs> at the drums, and we are the cream of the crop. Ooh, yeah. They are generally thought of as one of the first super groups, okay? Because apparently they, they, they had Clapton was with the Yardbirds. Bruce was, was with Manford Mann, okay? He was just getting over a horrible... Thing that happened to his eyes when he was blinded by the light. Ooh. And then uh, Baker was with <laughs> the Graham Bodie like organization. And I was like, is it really a super group if one of the guys is in Graham Bodie organization? I was like, yeah, they're all talented. That doesn't make them a super group. I push back on Wikipedia saying that these guys are a super group. But Ginger Baker, like people, people like Felicuti came to LA to record with him, right? Like Ginger Baker yeah. was like a known, he was like a international name. Yeah. 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 Genius. And multiple stories of him pulling knives on people. He was just one guy who was, you, if nice. you were talking to him, there's a chance he's going to pull out a knife. Okay. So once again, he was that knife guy. These like guys little put Sid out, Vicious, let me show you me knucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> Russell, <laughs> Russell, you're getting really good at impressions. Okay. Uh, they put out four albums in three years. They recorded this at Atlantic Studios in NYC. The same studio, Aaron, as Giant Steps. Lady Soul whoa. and Danzig by Danzig. Uh, this both got at the top whoa, five. Whoa. I know it's a, it's like wild. That's, that's hey uh, Aretha, you're out. Danzig, come on in. Let's go. <laughs> Mother. <Yeah. laughs> uh, they got to the uh, children not to walk my way. Basically, this album is one of the big psychedelic rock from Britain mixing with blues in the United States. I mean, the fact that this album was recorded in the United States, I think is surprising to me. Uh, after this album, they went on to do really and focus on longer jams. And so from this album, they only played uh, Brave Ulysses and Sunshine of Their Love in their live acts after this. This album was originally at 112 and 114 in the first two lists and is now all the way back to 170. So let's listen to Disraeli Gears. Okay, we got Strange Brew. Clapton is extraordinarily good at guitar. I don't know if that's a controversial statement, but I'm going to make it right now. It is awesome that, the you know, right from the first notes, that's what you hear. Now, the problem is they've got, I think this is Clapton singing this one. Most of these songs are sung by Jack Bruce. And I'm not so sure Jack Bruce is a voice I want to hear for a bunch of songs on this album. I, I would love I to just hear the guitar, I think. Yeah. That was kind of the whole Clapton thing for a long time. Sorry, Russell, hit it. Who else's voice would you rather hear on the Super Team Brother? <laughs> I mean, the mega powers are going to explode, brother. Yes, the mega powers. We're a super super group, (laughs) right? (laughs) The mega powers. So stupid. When you guys heard this song, could you think of anything else besides Bob and Doug McKenzie and a movie that you would rent when you were younger and be like, I think I get why this is funny, where they're just drinking beer? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Strange Brew? No, I forgot. I forgot who I'm talking to. I am so sorry. Speaking of movies, no one's seen. Guess what? I went and saw at the theater last night. Oh, did you do it? Robocop. Murphy. 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 I got to say, this is a crazy, it's it's a crazy movie. It's a very funny movie. There's a lot of funny stuff in here that I don't know if it's intentionally funny or unintentionally funny. It's a comedy, Rob. Is it a comedy? Oh, 100%. When the Ed 209, when they can't get it to stop. I mean, that is the funny stuff, Russell. Blast that guy into smithereens. 
Hey, Rob, is this the soundtrack that I would have been playing in my car on the way after the movie back home? Yes, oh, it I'm, is. Yes. Is this nice, the song Russell. that, the, that the, the person who went with me to see RoboCop asked me, what the hell are you playing in the car on the ride home? Mm. And did I say, this is the RoboCop soundtrack? You're damn right I did. Nice. I was also informed Russell, do you think RoboCop has one of the greatest endings of all time? Where he just shoots out the guy out the window and then says, Murphy. I think so, sure. Okay, sorry. Killed it again. There, Go ahead, there, there was never, uh, it's probably the biggest crowd of like nerdy 30 to 50 year old men in one place I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did they cheer when the guy went through the toxic waste? You haven't been to a Weezer concert in a while. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'd like to introduce you to a band called They Might Be Giants. Okay, yeah. they will see you shortly. Uh, so. Next up, we've got Sunshine of Your Love. They're probably their biggest hit. Definitely their biggest off this album. He wrote this song after seeing uh, Jimi Hendrix. The, uh, Jack Bruce wrote this, and he said he wanted to have kind of a Hendrix sound. Now, famously, of course, the most famous Hendrix Clapton story is that Clapton saw Hendrix play in a concert and was outside crying in a taxi afterwards because he realized he was never going to be that good. Right. Okay. I think every, everyone knows this song. Matt, I think your brother probably knows it because this was on Guitar Hero 3, Legends Whoa. of Rock. A Guitar Hero. And if we're talking Guitar Hero, we got to do a list of the greatest oh, songs oh, ever oh, on oh my God. Guitar oh my Hero God. 3, Legends of Rock. But we've got a special twist on it this week. I decided, you know, some, there's so many songs in this. There's so many good songs. It's hard to narrow it down. So what I thought we could do is Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock, the best songs where Matt has seen these bands in person. So this is a list for Matt. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. The first song on the list, Matt, you and I both were at this concert. You enjoyed this concert much more than I did, Murphy, because you got to can actually see it from the lower level. This is the Rolling oh. Stones. The song is Painted Black. I see a red door and I want to paint it I don't know if they played song. this one or at all, Matt, because I don't know what they played there. So I don't remember. I'd have to pull up the set list. Wow. This is such a good song. I mean, really, you've heard it so many times that it almost becomes like a cliche, but it's such a But it's song. terrifying because it was in the one Kevin Bacon movie. Yeah. Was, was it called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you what know. you're talking about. What? Yeah, it's so the, scary. Was it the invisible one where you could see his dong? No, no, no. No, it's the one with Gina Gershon where he goes nuts and he's digging a hole in his yard because he sees ghosts. Ooh, Tremors? That is a great movie, too. No, yeah. no, no, no Thank question. You. Friday the 13th. It's, first it's, one. I believe it would be Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes. Oh, yeah, that movie is creepy. Oh, God. Next song on the list is from 1993. That's, I believe that we talked about this song, but this might be one Matt listens to all the time. It's Smashing Pumpkins, Cherub Rock. Such a, yeah. This, this was in the category of the hottest band on earth in the Guitar Hero Legends of Rock. Wow. Some of the, the other categories were... Starting out small, one of your favorites, Rob. Okay. Your, your first real gig, making the video encore, European Invasion, Return of the Shred, Big House, and Battle for Your Shredder. Soul. Shredder, I'm playing Guitar Hero again. Shredder. <laughs> they came out to it. Now, Russell, here's the only thing I care about with Guitar Hero. How many goddamn songs are on this game? have it for you rob 73 songs that's a good number 73 songs are on the list so people like this game the thing they didn't like they said it was too hard to play the gameplay changed a little bit so it was really hard to play the game 
This also mm. introduced the two guitars so you could do the bass or the rhythm and play two player. Wow, wow. Major advancements. Your guy, Billy Corgan, I think he liked Eric Clapton, Matt. He actually played a, on Siamese Dream, the guitar he used was a 1988 Fender Eric Clapton signature Stratocaster that was painted just like the guitar that Clapton used on Cream. Yeah. And then afterwards, he got some of Clapton's political views, and he was like, hmm. <laughs> I think I like this as well. Oh, was it a white guitar? Next up, uh, from 1991, another one. I wasn't going to do it. Just, just I wasn't you took it too far. Yeah, you I, started I, it Trust wrong. me, I, the edit point is already in my head. <laughs> 1991, this is one of Matt's favorite bands as well. We got Pearl Jam. This is Evenflow. Yes. Not one of them. The band. Wow. This would rock. I'm thinking about Magic Mike and his friend up in like the studio, and they're trying to impress yeah. uh, Eddie Vedder, but Eddie. instead they're playing yep. rock guitar. They're playing rock hero, guitar hero. It's funny you forget about guitar solos with I forget about guitar solos with Pearl Jam. Like that was a fucking face melter right there. It was really yeah. good. Mike McCready was just on a podcast. Shifty. So there's a Shifty podcast. What's it called? Like if you say the 500, sh- which is the other list, Rolling Stone list podcast, I'm going to No, throw it's up. like talking to Shifty or playing guitar. And Shifty's, a, I forget the guy's name, but he's a guitarist with Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters. He joined like in 1999, joined a little later. But Mike McCready was just on. So I listened to it, of course. And he was talking about how he would bring in, he was a huge Kiss fan growing up. Hello. All of the... Uh, I forget the guy's name. My best name, kisser on stand. my letter jacket. It says so right there on the patch. Junior and senior year. Letterman. I can't stand Kiss, but whoever the guitarist is, is very influential with all of these guys and their solos and taking it from kind of the hair metal bands to more of the grungy style. That's about the one thing they kept from the hair metal bands was the guitar solos. You had so mentioned Dave Grohl. I was reading at that. That I, I didn't know this, that Nirvana and Pearl Jam really didn't get along to some extent. I think Kurt Cobain kind of thought Pearl Jam was kind of posers is what I was reading. That oh. he kind of was critical of them a little bit. But there was a point where they kind of came together. They were at the MTV Music Awards. I think it's in, um, might be 92. MTV Music Awards are playing. They're both on stage. And Eric Clapton is up on stage. He's playing Tears from Heaven. And Cobain and Vetter come together and start hugging and slow dancing together on stage while Clapton is playing on the stage. You guys, you'll have to check that out, Matt. It's on YouTube. Okay. Wow. If you put that on a shirt and said this was the 90s, everybody'd be like, well, no way, that's fake. There's no way there's that much 90s (laughs) in one thing. I mean, think about how many times you heard, how many times did you hear Tears in Heaven in your life? A thousand? thousand? All all on the Unplugged, right? So Yeah, the Unplugged CD. Yeah, it was such a good CD. You find it, Matt? No, I'm reading other stuff. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking for another podcast that's more interesting. Next next up on the list. Well, here, well, we'll just say this. So Kurt Cobain, something called Far Out Magazine. We never had a fight ever. I just always hated his band. That's a Kurt Cobain describing his (laughs) relationship with Pearl Jam frontman Eddie Vedder on MTV during the 1990s. Hmm. Yeah, I would say Eddie eventually won that one. Oh, 
Next up on song on the list is from well, 1994. Still higher on the list. So we uh, we just talked about number. this band. Matt and I both saw this band. We were at the concert. They were open for Green Day. It's Weezer. The song is My Name Is Jonas. I've never Thanks. heard this. Song. What? This is such a good song. This opens the album. The yeah, blue album. Song at all. You don't know this song. I don't no. know. Are you kidding? Are you well, kidding? Yeah, Weezer's a big hole in my knowledge. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, no. This album, Aaron. You need to listen to this album yesterday. I know. I know. I do. I know. I do. Rolling you know what? Actually, I'm pissed off. I'm not. I'm not. Fair. I'm not. I'm mad now, Aaron. That's he should criticism. know this album. I agree with you. Not on time. Great song, I saw these right? guys at uh, the Armory, and it was unbelievable. A huge stage. Hello. Huge Hello. stage. Uh, video screen behind them. They had the video going. It was synced up to the songs. It was awesome. Is the Armory the one in St. Paul? Nope. It's in Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, just off of Portland and about... West of the river. I think it's 4th. I think it's 4th and 4th oh, and, and Portland. Portland. Oh, that's kind yeah. of tucked in a little nook and... Yeah, right, right back kind of on the way to the the Viking Stadium now. Just just east Nobody likes of uh, the government center. <laughs> Nobody likes this. I have to say it every – you guys are doing it because you think it's funny. Nobody, Everyone hates this. They actually hate it. Does okay? somebody, they think it's dumb. Somebody – as soon as somebody calls in that's not named Rob – Oh, no. Somebody is calls in that's not named Rob – uh, you know, we'll stop. Yeah, we'll, we'll we, stop. Once we hear from anybody, call in and say no yeah. maps. People don't like it when I'm angry. Okay, they want me to be happy and fun. Okay, let's come on. Let's go here. Last song on the list. Yeah, dedicated. That's, what, that's what we hear too, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> nobody likes it. This song is dedicated to Matt as well. Matt, I believe you guys, you saw these guys recently. They played two concerts in Minnesota. One at Target Field, yep. one at uh, First Ave. This was the Killers. The song is When You Were Young. Pleasure Principal and I went saw with Nick from Minneapolis and Ben, new listener Ben from Minneapolis. Did they play this we one or not? Have. Oh yeah, yeah. They played a whole. It was an un- top five concert I've ever been to. Killers at first half. If I could great. go see the Killers with you and the Pleasure Principal, that would make me so happy. That would just be yeah. it. You know, man, I don't want you to hate me forever, but I did have to Google to make sure I wasn't confusing the Killers and the Strokes. No. Strokes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's the Killers, there's the, the Strokes, there's the Black Keys. There's there's kind of a whole little genre from the early 2000s that kind of come together. Wait till Russell hears about the Hives. I mean, we're in huge trouble when that happens. So normally that would be the end of the list, but in Guitar Hero, when you conquer the game, you unlock new songs. So I unlocked a new song oh, because this this was such a good list for Matt. Mm. And one of the things that Matt really loves about music's and list is when I add on more songs just to pleasure my own curiosity. Just pile them up. And just so pile them this up, one yeah. isn't for Matt. This one's for me. This is for Russ. The song is Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Just such a great oh, song. Oh, yes. I, I have this album. Oh, God. Leslie West. So good. I don't know what that drum start is or what it's called, but it's like just such an awesome drum. But this is one, this was, you guys remember the, the was it a Coors video that this was in? Yeah, it could be, commercial? Yeah. Some yeah. sort of beard commercial, right? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly like, what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> and I was always like, what is the United States going to put up a bikini team that can finally compete internationally? It's so disappointing. Now, Russell, there's no way there could be a connection between Mountain and the album we're doing today. Is there? 
There may be, Rob. It turns out no. that the lead guy from Mountain, Felix Papalardi, was the producer for Good this time. album by Cream. What? Wow. Yes. Wow. Some people would say Leslie West was a leader because he played guitar and sang on the album. But I guess that other guy was probably important, too. Oh, Amazing. Oh, just a big-time Brussels, Brussels list. I'm a jerk. That was easily a top-five <laughs> list. Oh, yeah. Russell, that was a top-five list, for sure. Thanks. That's, you know, Russ, that's one of my favorite lists you've ever done. I was looking out for you on that one, Matt. Good list there. You know, oh, I forgot to say, I didn't include Sabotage, which is one of Matt's favorites. I didn't know if Matt has ever seen the Beastie Boys in person, so they did not not make the list. Nope. The other one that didn't make the list that almost made it was the song, um, what's the CM Punk entrance song, Matt? Uh, uh, in what's the living color song? Cult of Personality. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. And so that is an amazing song. And I know Matt has been to wrestling, and Matt's a wrestling fan. He's a low key wrestling fan. And I thought, I bet he's probably seen CM Punk and heard this song in person, but I wasn't sure, so I couldn't put it on the list. I, I feel like CM Punk. I had, yeah, no, I had to have seen him at some WWE show before. But I never saw him when he was like, you know, the top of the top and then quit and got or got fired or whatever it was. But when he was just coming up, I saw him for sure. I did not hear this song, but I have seen Vernon Reed play in person. So that's something. That's something. There you go. Uh, listen, next up, okay, we've got, and this is what I call, I, I think there's a depression triple triple play coming up where the next three songs are the biggest downers on an album oh. after Sunshine of Your Love. Love. I mean... Guys, why do I even bother? Sunshine near your love? What am I, a pirate? Am I now let me ask you this. Am I on Yo MTV Raps? Sunshine of your Ed Lub? <laughs> World of Pain. Mr. Lubber Lubber. You're entering a world of pain. It's gonna feel very psychedelic, Rob. Dig it. I can tell you, if I was Bear, I'd make this world of paint so fast, it would blow your mind. I mean, it is a bummer that, just keep playing it. Like, it's a bummer that these instrumentalists are so great, and the source material, which is the blues in some way, is so great. And then it was like, well, we're going to do the blues, but just like sing poorly over it and play the bass louder. And like, that's what it is. But it's still great music, but the... Singing just flows. Feel, feels like this should be a, a soundtrack for a Vietnam movie, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Dance the night away. Okay, let's on. Now this one, I, I just wrote, this song could be used to torture me. This is Ginger Baker, the drummer <laughs> on vocals. And I just want to play this for you. Let's, look at this. Here's what it sounds like in the beginning. Now this song, now here's what it sounds like halfway through. Here's what it sounds like toward the end. It's just like... I mean, I'm fully expecting Cream dressed as women to come out and be like, Hello, everybody. Here's some British jokes that you're going to think are funny. You know? It's got to be like like their version of the... Monty Python. What's his name? The Ringo, the AI guy. Ringo song, right? Yeah. What is like? It feels like a British thing because this happened on on Hendrix's albums too, right? We're like, well, I guess everybody yes. gets a turn to sing, no matter what. Like, yeah, and we got to just like do something for everybody to have their turn to take the mic. Well, and part of it is that Cream decided they want to because because Baker and Bruce had been in a band before and had broken up because they got in a huge fight, which is probably not a great start in the band before they're in the band. Um, but I then, see uh, those jealous eyes, Bruce. We're <laughs> breaking up, and so they're I'm like, "We're gonna explode." <laughs> 
So they're like, this band is going to be more democratic. We all get to sing. And then I think Eric Clapton was like, I'm nervous about singing. And after a while, yeah, I was Clapton like, never okay. wanted to sing, right? Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, he was like, I think I got to start singing a little bit more. I don't think we could do this. <laughs> now, I will this. This is one of the first songs to ever use a wah wah pedal. Tales of Brave Ulysses. Listen to this. I love this song. It was the other side of the single with Sunshine of Your Love. I mean, this is a badass song, but, but you thought the leaden winter would this yes. was not written but you wrote upon by anybody to the in the, the band. This was written by a poet named Martin Sharp, and he wrote this poem based on a song called Suzanne by Judy Collins, who was written by Leonard Cohen. Listen to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, Suzanne, yeah. It's just like the same. Suzanne it's just... takes you down to a place by the river. It sounds exactly the same yeah. as when they're singing. Tale... Listen to this again. It also sounds like White Room. Yes, 100%. It's the same chords as White Room, actually. Yeah, it is, right? It's the exact same singing. Yeah. Uh, the best recording of Suzanne, in my mind, is the Nina Simone recording of Suzanne. Next, I would up. say it was the I would say it was the Alanis Morissette episode with Rob's friend Suzanne. <laughs> fair, fair criticism. Rob's a queens. Like I could uh, swear that, like if you just if you were playing five seconds of that, I wouldn't know if it's White Room or Tales of Privilege. Oh, hundred percent. Anyway, hundred percent. S W L A B R, which of course stands for She Walks Like a Bearded Rainbow. Now, it's also why that looks like a '90s R&B band for sure. It's like, oh yeah, they were—they must have been with like Black and 702 and SWV. It, this looked to me like a, uh, a advanced baseball statistic. Oh, that's good too. It's true. Hey, what's your SWLABR? Oh, it's like .05. Oh wow, that's just a replacement. Guys, these songs are good when they're rocking. These songs are great. This all reminds me of like Jesus Christ Superstar. It's so yes. like what, when was this recorded? The early seventies? Yeah, this this was no, this was sixty this was sixty seven. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean this sixty seven. That's crazy. The same year as Sergeant Peppers. I mean, that's kind of wild. That is we're going wrong. This is a six eight time. You guys know I like these weird key changes. Or uh what do you call it, Aaron? Time signatures? Time signatures. Okay, let's edit that. Uh, and Ginger Baker's playing with timpani mallets. Ernest, reading this, this was in in a super high-pitched head voice, not falsetto. What's the difference? Oh. Um, I don't know that I could explain it, really, but it's there's a break in your voice as a man where you go from head voice to falsetto. And falsetto would be like Eddie Kendricks of uh, The Temptations. Keep on the trucking, baby. Yeah, there you go, Rob. And like Prince used falsetto a lot yeah, to go like on. way up high. I don't really know if I could think of a good example of, of high head voice. But well, how about this? Yeah, it's like singing at the top of your voice without I, going just, in. Just, just, just have Rob play that uh, the foot song again. Oh, yeah, come on. Do a high head voice come right on. there. I was doing my best, my best Jack Bruce during the whole thing. I think it had a better title than the foot song too, Matt. <laughs> uh, actually, let me actually go back and look what, what that song was called. Uh, foot Man, okay? That was Foot Man, I think is what you're talking about. Uh, I did one where I was like, Aaron loves feet. And I was like, no, you already have a file named this. And I was like, hmm, that's strange. Mm, I've already done a song called one that. in parentheses. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Outside Woman Blues. This is a song originally done by Blind Joe Reynolds, who I'm sure had a great life. Oh, God. What? <laughs> a blues singer named Blind Joe Reynolds? He's probably like, my life is great. I went to Dominican Republic with my baby. Her phone was fine. I was reading that Eric Clapton was a member of like nine bands. That's like... You know, I know these songs as Clapton songs, but I never know the names of the bands that he's playing. Like Layla is like Derek and the Dominoes or something. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But I just know them all as Clapton songs. But Because I had so many Clapton's greatest hits CDs. That's all I know them from. And so he, one of the bands he was with before Cream, I believe, was the Yardbirds, right? Yep. And so he's, he's with the Yardbirds and he's not getting along with like the bass player. They're going in a direction they don't want him to go. They have a song like, where, like a single where he's not even really on it. So he quits the Yardbirds, and he suggests that they go hire uh, Jimmy Page. He's Jimmy Page is oh. a session musician. They want to hire Jimmy Page. He says, no, I'm making too good of money as a session musician. I'm not going to do it. But he recommends another guy to join him. It's Jeff Beck. Yep. So they Whoa. hire Jeff Beck. He becomes the guitar player for the Yardbirds. They have a bunch of hits. Rob, I think I gave you one. I'm not sure if I did or not. Yeah, sure. The song is... Uh, I think it's heartful of soul. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> I know this song. This is so good. Yeah. I wish I had a guy singing over it though, like. <laughs> so then, so then they have this hit with Jeff Beck. Then the bass player finally quits. Then they go hire Jimmy Page. So they've got Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page. In the band, then Jeff Beck eventually gets fired. But I got to say, when it comes to replacing Eric Clapton and the Yardbirds, who did it better? Beck did it better. Russell, that was so good. I got to say, eventually if you're Clapton and you have like nine bands, it's kind of like Jenny in college. She had like, I think she easily had 15 roommates. And I'm I like, was terrified of what you were going to say. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> I, was there. I know there was. At some point, the problem <laughs> might not be all, all your- sorts of other things. <laughs> There's only one organ player. At oh, at some. Um, <laughs> Matt said it first. At some Matt point. At some Love point, Rob's so offended, even though he's done five songs today about Aaron's Pichon for feet. Yeah. At some point. Uh. What were we even talking about? Oh, at some point, the problem is not your roommates. You know what I mean? Like, the problem is yeah. you. Eric Clapton, the problem is you. You know what, Eric Clapton? The problem is you. Probably because, okay, you like to boss people around, Eric Clapton, okay? You make them do stuff when they're just trying to relax and play Xbox. They've been working all damn day. And when they left, you were on the couch reading a book. Oh, I have to come home and make dinner? You've been on the couch all day. How come I, how come I have to do everything, Eric Clapton? do the dishes. Yeah, we have a machine, Eric Clapton. You don't actually have to go down to the river and wash the damn dishes. You put them in the machine. That doesn't count. I cook dinners almost every night, Eric Clapton. That doesn't count for anything. Oh, and you got to go to bed early every night. Oh, 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 I got to go to bed. Oh, what a huge surprise. Tonight again, you got to go to bed early. Oh, what a big surprise. I got the, somebody's got the podcast, Eric Clapton. Then you're going to bed whenever you want. I'm going to join Derek and the Dominoes. Fuck this place. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, you know, James Harden's on the Clippers now. He demanded a trade out of. Did you hear that 
there's some TV yes, analyst that yeah. went off. The ex- <laughs> yes. Almost the exact same rant that Rob yep. just did. Yeah, you know, I eventually, wish I <laughs> yeah, eventually, you're gonna have to just look in the mirror and realize it's not everybody else. It's yeah. you, James. It's you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a lot. Eric Clapton. A lot of people like hanging out with me. They like it when I talk to them. They think I'm funny and cool. Okay. And oh, how about this? Maybe Eric Clapton asked me about my day when I get home. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Guess what, Eric Clapton? I forgot to wake up the kid for early math. I noticed you were also up at the same time and you actually knew about it. Oh, but I guess Eric Clapton, that's my fault. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't make me sleep on the side of the bed next to the bathroom when you're the one that gets up and goes to the bathroom all night. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eric Clapton, I was supposed to install safety things on your windows. All what? right. <laughs> Oh was, yeah, I'll go to the crappy ho- ha- the crappy hour with no pizza while you stay at our yeah. house with plenty of food. Oh. No, I love to shower downstairs. Oh, let me wake up and walk downstairs. I noticed you don't do that. All right, Matt's giving a big thumbs up to that one. All right, take it back. This was about a draft card. They said, and I was like, "Aren't you guys British?" Right? Were they drafted? I don't know. I assumed all British people, all they had to do is stand outside the palace with those big hats on for a couple of years, and that was kind of like their service. <laughs> oh, I'm in the military. Oh, what do you do? I stand real still. Oh, yeah, I wonder why America's number fucking one. You pieces of shit. No wonder. Hey, guys, line up and stand real still. Oh, is this the same British that decided to wear big red coats and stand in a line so George Washington could blast their ass back to kingdom come? Look at that musket ball. Dummies. You know, Rob, if you go and uh, if you read some uh, history about English colonialism and their reach across the entire world and, mm-hmm. you know, what their armies did to different regions and, you know, still have some lasting effects these days. You know, yeah, they've got a quite, they've got quite the army, quite the history. My grandpa was good at high school football. They didn't fucking pass the ball. Okay, that time is done. Okay, old <laughs> old British, you're like my grandpa in football for some reason, and I can't remember why how I made that connection. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh no, let's move on. Mothers, all the way off the rails. Mothers, well, that's like my dad. My grandpa was like a World War II vet. I was like, oh, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I was a doctor in Iceland. I was like, wow. What? He was like, yeah, we, I, what's it? I said, what's this medal from that you have? And he goes, oh, we won a baseball tournament. And I was like, okay. He was like, why are you wearing my uniform around? It's veterans day. Why are you trying to get a discount down a dairy queen? Yeah. I want the banana split blizzard for free. I'm a vet. Okay. Oh, is your dog sick? No, not the kind of, kind of vet you idiot. Okay. I stand in front of this building. I'm very still. All right, Mother's Lament. Oh, God. I'm not playing this song. This sucks so much balls. This is the worst ending. Anytime we thought a song was a bad ending, it's not even close to the ending of this album. This is terrible. So do the the Beatles have albums before this where they've got the weird endings, or does this come before the Beatles' weird endings? Same year, Sgt. Pepper. Contemporaneous. Hmm. You know, it's weird, though, Russell, that you mention the Beatles, because I'll tell you what. There can't be. And there maybe, can't be another one. And maybe this, no, I was going to say this until after, and I realized it might not be that good of a way to end the show, so I better play it now. And actually, Russell, this is a live version where the Beatles were playing on guitar, and maybe the Beatles realized they couldn't play the song as well as they thought they could, and this was actually a big waste of time. But let's listen. Do you guys want to hear the new Beatles song that just came out, Russell? Yeah. Well, it, does, it doesn't matter what you want, because we're going to listen oh. to it anyways. Here we go. Let me turn up the volume all the way. Here we go. 
just Aaron rock playing wants guitar. Me to get it right. Get it right. He is not just your average guy. Oh my my. He thinks seeing feet is just the greatest prime. <laughs> you made so many songs about me and feet this week. The did you Beatles. not realize that? But these are. Did it take you? Like was it the fourth one era that you realized it? <laughs> I finally got it. I caught on. <laughs> but are you playing guitar in this round? No, the Beatles are. Aaron no. looks and he says, oh, <laughs> The Beatles are. When he sees a pretty pair of feet, <laughs> even his wives, they are the things that make him hard as concrete. Oh, wow. Oh, Aaron's a foot guy. Aaron's a foot guy. <laughs> oh. All right. A couple of toes is what he likes to spy. Oh, okay. So there's some <laughs> edited issues there. You spent so much time thinking about me and feet. But what? really, is that you playing? Come on, tell the truth. Can you play Blackbird on guitar? Yeah, I'm of course I can. Go. Of course I can. Oh, sounds, sounds great. Okay. Uh, let I'm me just play another. Here, I'll, I'll show you another song I can play guitar. Here we go, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, is, this sounds very similar. Uh, let's get into the rating system. Oh, God. Volume is still up. Aaron, I promise I don't have any more songs about you and Feet. Oh, wow. Did it better. Rating system. The band next week is like the toes. I'm like, oh, no. Don't do it. <laughs> what can I do? Listen, rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling... Groan, okay? We've got a special new groan on the groan. We've got a special new groan. That's a Russell groan coming at you. Okay, and I can play that anytime. I... <laughs> All right, so we've got the Russell groan. So the groan off. That's a groan off. Okay, I'm just cutting that, and I could play it whenever I want. Okay? It helps me not come. All right, so... <laughs> edit that out, but it's funny. Uh, listen. Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling. Uh, is this? Does this belong? I, I, Rob, I'm going to warn you. I think you've exhausted Aaron and Matt. Both of them are just staring at you. Now. They're not laughing. <laughs> mm, I thought I'm they're here, man. I'm, I'm Matt's not even sitting up straight anymore. I'm vibing, man. I'm right here. Well, Russell, I was trying to get through this before you interrupted. Uh, up to album, up to album 170. Okay, does this belong at 170? Disraeli Greer by Cream. Plus side, great guitar work. Downside. The singing and some of the songs. Okay, what do we think? Real Aaron, British. Rolling Well Toned is a belong at 170. Rolling Bone, it should be higher on the list, which of course is a lower number. We would have heard it earlier. Okay, or does this a rolling groan? It should not be here. It should be lower on the list. Aaron, what do you think about Disraeli Gears? Hard for me to say. Very important album. You have to have these three guys on the list somewhere, I think. Uh, I'm a little bit biased because I do know that this album was very influential for Funkadelic. It's not one I'm going to go back to and listen to start to finish again because of some of the skippers and it's just too British for me, but um, you got to have it somewhere. So I'm just going to give it a rolling well toned. All right. This, oh, uh, I almost did mine. Hey, Russell, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone or rolling groan? I kind of went back and forth on this. There was one point on the, the, baseball analytics song sw labor or whatever it was where i said this this has to be higher on the list you had that that brave ulysses once it got into it was awesome 
The Sunshine of Your Love is such an epic song. Like we've, we've listened to so many albums that don't have anything that comes close to that. But for some of this stuff, it just, it just wasn't for me. And when you got to the end, I've, I've kind of reached the point with these albums. When I get to, to the end, this came up on Billy Joel. Do I want to put the album and spin it again? Or do I want to move on to something else? And I think when I'm done with this one, I want to move on to something else. So I'm going to say it's rolling well toned. I think it probably belongs about right here, but I don't, I'm not going to put it any higher. Matt, what do you think? Ginger Baker, I, Jack. Oh, what do you think? I uh, <laughs> I go along with Russell. Where do I want to listen to it again? And after song two, I give it a big Russell rolling groan. This should be way down the list compared to some of the stuff that's coming up. I mean, you know, the fact that it was made in 1967, I guess I didn't realize that till today, probably gets it a little bit more credit for me. I thought it was maybe more Mid early 70s, 70s yeah. than, you know, than 67. So I can see where it's influential, but I will not come back to this again. Too British. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it holds up other than some of the guitar uh, playing that influenced everybody else. So... I'll give it a big Russell Rolling Groan. And I'd like to say this on the list, higher number. to our British veterans who have stood in front of so many buildings and they stood so still. Okay? People were trying to get them to move and they wouldn't do it. Not even for a, think of British food, bangers and mash. Thank you for your service. I used to watch Bangers and Mash on USA with the... Oh, all night. That guy from Miami Vice. All right. Listen, unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. Okay? Couldn't be. Are you going to react Shit. or talk? Uh, this song Shit. gets a rolling <laughs> clap tone. Okay? This is clap the tone? only... react? Did he not hear me? Yeah, this is the only clap tone on the list, guys. Air Clapton wow. is the best example... Oh, that was for a voicemail that's coming next week. Okay, I'll say it right now. It was the best example of something I loved when I was younger, but I'm grossed out by now. Uh, Eric Clapton, instead of the tale of brave Ulysses, try the tale of brave Ulysses. Ulysses. Yeah, Ulysses nuts. Uh, <laughs> next up. That's mad good at, philosophy. Just mad at Eric Clapton for some reason. Next up, another example. <laughs> Of youth being wasted on the young. This band was so fast that they were able to beat Dr. Robotnik. Oh. It, it's Sonic Youth with Daydream Nation. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time, but you're just too lazy to look it up online. I wish I had one more song about Aaron Speed, but I don't. If you want to hear from guys who we all do, really. I think I speak for the whole world. I know. I don't think. Instead, instead, I was I was hanging out with my family, and I was like, it I'm hanging out with my family, but I really want to be making songs about how much Aaron loves feet. And I had to like force myself to hang out with my family instead of making that song. I thought for sure Aaron was going to say that album was a crappy hour. And that album did cream did not rise to the top and it should be considered a rolling bone song. No. <laughs> bone saw is ready. Bone saw is ready. Murphy. Did I really make fun of my grandpa going to war? Oh, no. You, I mean, <laughs> you didn't even see the theater. No wonder you've got a milkman, right? Oh. 